Hi, welcome to The Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Thanks for joining us. This episode of The Landscape is brought to you by Delta Dental of Ohio. For more information, visit deltadentaloh.com. Being ranked high is normally a good thing, but sadly, Cuyahoga County remains high on the list for infant mortality deaths, with the numbers for black infant deaths being very high. Since 2015, First Year Cleveland is a public-private partnership that's been working to reduce those numbers and eliminate racial inequalities in infant health outcomes. We're glad to be joined by First Year Cleveland's new executive director, Angela Newman-White. Angela, thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. We're going to talk about your role as executive director at First Cleveland, but it's an organization you're not new to it. You've been around for it a while. Give us just a general overview of what First Year Cleveland does. First Year Cleveland is a... um private public partnership really aimed to mobilize communities around evidence-based and effective strategies that support infant outcomes, infant and maternal health outcomes. And so we're really doing this with our strategic priority areas being that of reducing prematurity, investing in um, community, so, you know, community-driven solutions, addressing those drivers of poor health, you know, the social determinants of health, and of course, dismantling racism um, in the healthcare system. So all of this is done in collaboration with a wide variety of community partners. Um, that includes healthcare systems, philanthropy, community-based organizations, and most importantly, directly engaging with women that have experienced the loss, but also residents and um, and black and under-resourced communities, ensuring that we keep the voice of the community at the root and, you know, the base of all the work that we do. Take us through the process. Do pregnant women reach out to First Year Cleveland? Are you in contact with them? How do you go about assisting, finding these people and assisting them? The way that we um, reach out to women or community partners is really through those community organizations and larger um, healthcare systems and FQHCs. Our partnerships with the healthcare institutions and community organizations provide a clear pathway to connecting to all of the resources throughout the county. You know, First Year Cleveland is one spoke on this larger wheel, right, with the idea that, you know, using a collective impact approach, being a part of the solution and finding opportunities to lead, but then also support really allows us to connect with our consumers and our community partners. So if folks want to get involved with First Year Cleveland, I mean, they can, of course, check out our website, but it's really done directly through the partner agencies that we serve. We're kind of like in the background. So though our organization um, currently housed at the Mandel School of Applied and Social Sciences a case, and we're not providing the direct services through our office. We're looking to support those community and healthcare um, organizations and their work to, to work to engage families. This is not a new problem. We've been talking about the high rate of infant mortality deaths in Cuyahoga County for a long time. But what prompted community leaders in 2015 to say, we really need to address this issue? Oh, so in 2015, I mean, we had kind of an unprecedented infant mortality rates across the board. Um, you know, in, back in 2013, uh, the Ohio Department of Health, um, in partnership with City Match, and actually Dr. Arthur James um, formed what was called the Ohio Equity Institute, that was working with urban communities across uh, the state of Ohio that had the highest inequities in infant mortality. And so two years after the inception of this statewide effort, we saw a substantial increase in overall infant mortality 
but specifically black infant mortality, uh, we were close to, you know, 18, um, which is extremely high. And so at that point, it's like, you know, we across the state, there was an immediate call to action. Though we have had all of these amazing on-the-ground um, programs and services and prestigious healthcare systems providing care, we needed an, another layer of to to ensure that we had hospital leadership and political figures engaged in the process. Because I'm I'm very proud to say that you know the city of Cleveland with City Council President um, Kevin Kelly and Mayor Jackson really felt that you know we need to convene large stakeholders to move policy. So it was first year Cleveland was developed to really focus on policy advocacy and fundraising and hoping to do a better job of coordinating um, not only services on the ground, but within institutions, because we all we tend to operate in silos. So this provided a single place for everybody to meet and concentrate on one clear vision. What can we do to support black communities and overall all communities in Cuyahoga County? to ensure that they have a healthy birth outcome. When you talk about these high rates and they are high, are people surprised by these statistics? I mean, because so many times, oh, my sister had a baby, my wife had a baby, and people, you know, it's just fine. But when you hear these numbers, you realize how big this problem is. Yeah, people, I think that because it's not as, I wouldn't say it's as prevalent across the entire county, that we're really looking at, you know, specific communities have higher rates, even within the county. Like if you Look at, you know, in the city of Cleveland, a, a, in the zip code of like 44104, you know, they had an infant mortality rate, I think, between 2019, a three-year average, 2019 to 2021, of 24 point, you know, 44. Now, if you take the, compare that to the 2021 infant mortality rate for black um, women or black infants, it was 12.4 overall for the county. The inequities within the county, within specific communities are astronomical. And so it's it's really made us think about community-based and community-specific um, interventions and support. So I think that unless you're like in a community or you know somebody, you really don't realize what this, how extreme that this problem is. And we talk about, you know, infant mortality is a symptom of a greater issue, which is racism and social justice. And so I think that, you know, when we're trying to help people understand how this affects all of us, it really does, right? This is a human rights, civil rights, women's rights um, kind of problem that we're having here. And so, you know, just thinking about how we can articulate that to folks that may not have had a specific experience, it has been done through things like storytelling. We've put out um, documentaries, so Toxic, First Year Cleveland was able to um, help to produce that provides, you know, a real comprehensive look into the life of a, and the experience of a black woman who is pregnant and trying to navigate um, the healthcare system. And so helping people to understand what the experience has been, you know, for black women, not only today, but, you know, over the past hundred years or so. So we say that African-American babies in greater Cleveland are much more likely to die than white infants. Is it simply a question of racism? What are the driving factors behind this? So the driving factors are rooted in racism. So we talk a lot about the um, social determinants of health. Birth outcomes are, you know, the leading cause of infant mortality is prematurity. And so those are babies born before 36 weeks gestation. 
And her, you know, going into labor early is actually more, um, it's it's greatly impacted more by your health and well-being prior to even being pregnant. And when you think about health and well-being, it's not just physical health and going to the doctor, but a holistic approach over the life course of having the support that you need to thrive so that, you know, access to healthy foods, you know, quality um, and affordable housing, um, transportation, education, all of those things are perpetuating the inequities that we that we see. And so when we think about racism and we know that that's the cause, it's these systems that have been put into place. Like we can use the example for redlining. Okay, most people are, are or are not aware that, you know, when redlining occurred and the, the banks decided to kind of rate the homes based off of really the demographics, right? And so that caused this whole trajectory of disinvestment in black communities. And if you look at the redlining maps and compare them to maps now of Cuyahoga County, the same communities that were redlined, which were black communities, are the same communities that are now predominantly black, but also have the highest rates of infant mortality, have the highest rates of chronic disease. Like there's all of these other health indicators that mirror the same, you know, red line community. So this is a specific policy that was enforced through having a racist kind of ideology that is now translated into what we see today. And so that's kind of how what we're trying to do is provide a perspective transformation to help people understand that some decisions, though whoever is making them may feel that um, it's a good idea, the real question is, who is benefiting, right? We need to understand who's benefiting from this and who is not. And so when we talk about racism, we want people to understand that black families and black communities want to have healthy babies. Like we want to have, to thrive, but it's there's no biological difference between black, white, and brown people. The experience of growing up, not only in Cleveland, Cuyahoga County, Ohio, but the whole United States is very different based off of your race, unfortunately. And so, you know, we're just trying to, when we talk about dismantling racism, make sure that people are aware of the impact that that's having on overall outcomes in general. This episode of The Landscape is brought to you by Delta Dental of Ohio. With offices in Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Dublin, Delta Dental of Ohio is proud to be an industry leader in dental benefits. Together with our customers, providers, and employees, we build a higher standard of oral health care in our communities. And we are more than dental. At Delta Dental of Ohio, we work with entrepreneurs, innovators, and changemakers who are committed to improving the health and well-being of all Buckeyes. Together, we are building healthy, smart, Vibrant communities for all. We're talking today with first-year Cleveland's new executive director, Angela Newman-White. She joins us for The Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Angela, we look at these statistics and we talk about racism. What are some of the concrete ways that we can make changes to, to get this number down? Okay, so there's several. Um, so we use like a tiered approach. So there's a, the education and outreach piece. So it's about raising, um, providing information on protective and risk factors. So providing opportunities for individuals to have some accountability or responsibility around their health behaviors. 
So if we can talk about, you know, the importance of eating healthy or exercising and seeing your doctor, you know, we're hoping that providing the information will help to um, promote overall healthy outcomes. The other piece is around working with um, healthcare systems and specifically dismantling racism within the healthcare system. So we all know that there's a lot of um, implicit bias that has occurred, um, which also lends itself to the maternal mortality rate, which is, you know, women that have actually, um, you know, died due to pregnancy-related complications within the year post-delivery, mainly because they felt that they weren't being heard. So there's numerous studies around how clinicians may have different expectations for their black patients, and that could lend itself to a difference in treatment and also responsiveness when um, a patient presents with an issue. The, so we're trying to work, we've provided in the past um, the racial equity training, which was absolutely phenomenal. And we're hoping that, you know, that the healthcare systems are providing some type of process measures in place to, to make sure that there's some accountability. So how are we ensure improving the patient experience within the healthcare system? The other piece that we're doing is around investing directly into the community. So as of late, well, really, there's, there's been a number of amazing, impactful programs and services that are grassroots developed and, and oftentimes led by these are black-led organizations. So we want to partner and have been and will continue to partner with those organizations to ensure that the money, the investments are happening directly in the community. Because if you want a solution, you just have to ask the people that it's affecting. And many times, those organizations are much more closely connected, especially when we're talking about place-based efforts, so connected to, you know, a three-mile radius of the community that they serve. Um, and, of course, addressing those the social determinants of health is another key way to, you know, not only improve infant mortality but overall outcomes. So how do we find ways to improve our transportation system? You know, one of our uh, sister or well, partner organizations the uh, Cuyahoga County Board of Health had partnered with, you know, RTA and was able to establish a program with public transportation that not only provided bus passes, so alleviated financial barriers, but actually invested in infrastructure. So when you're using public transportation, how do we make it more accessible? So thinking about things a little bit differently, we're excited that with the ARPA money, the county executive, and of course the mayor's office has been investing in this broadband expansion. With the pandemic, you know, the assumption of going to virtual appointments, you know, sounds great, right? But but the fact of the matter is, if you look at those same maps that are being redlined, many communities um, that experience these poor health outcomes also have limited access to the internet. And so, you know, thinking about these larger ways to connect, um, to address the fact that the, the the resources aren't there, can we improve that access so people can, you know, get to where they need to go? Um, I could go on and on about the social determinants, let me tell you, but we are, you know, very, we are definitely have a pulse on what's needed. And, you know, moving forward, this is my eighth day in the job. I mean, we really want to expand our reach, especially with housing, knowing that housing is a huge concern. Um, and lends itself to, you know, it's a definitely it could be a protective or a risk factor to um, infant mortality, finding ways to 
um, support stable housing for families and also working in partnership with Let's Save Cleveland around, you know, of course, that, that, that lead issue that we've had for a number of years. So all of the investments with additional testing um, and mandating um, the certifications from the landlords has been super helpful. And so, you know, we're just one step at a time. I mean, this has been an ongoing problem um, for decades. And so it's going to take time to, to fix ultimately. This has been part of your career, really. So you go back to 2005 when you worked for the Cleveland Health Department. You've yep. been involved in infant mortality and trying to get, get the rate lowered. Why is this your passion? You know, I just want to see people thrive. I mean, if I see a problem, I want to fix it. Even, you know, when I got introduced to the world of maternal and child health back in 2005, at that time, I didn't know that we had a problem. I didn't even know what infant mortality was. I just knew that there was a social service program, it was called Moms First, that, you know, was trying to support families to get what they need to have a healthy baby. At that time, I had no idea that we had such a huge inequity um, when it comes to black and white uh, birth outcomes. And so figuring out that it's not the individual that's the problem, it's not the pregnant woman, it's more of the system that's the problem. It's kind of driving my passion. I'm a, I try to, I have this vision, right, to, to kind of better, better align the systems and try to force accountability on us as system leaders to do what needs to be done to make it easier. Because when you have the resources, which more affluent and privileged communities do, it is very easy to have a healthy pregnancy and baby and thrive. But when you don't have those things, at no fault of your own, but because of the way kind of like the system is designed, that's what drives me. It's to fix it for equal rights for all people, whether it's related to having a healthy baby or graduating from school or just being, you know, just thriving overall. So, you know, I love working with the community. I love bringing partners together and strategizing and really authentically, right, not only listening to the community, but responding in a way that the community wants. That's what kind of feeds my soul to see something through. um, And I will continue to do that in this role. You mentioned this public-private partnership, and one of your major partners is Case Western Reserve University. Can you describe that Absolutely. relationship? Oh, yes. We are so excited. So, I mean, we have been a, an avid partner with Case um, Western Reserve University, originally housed at the School of Medicine. Um, but this year, uh, we had transitioned to um, the Mandel School of Applied and Social Sciences. And so what is exciting about this new home within Case is it's going to draw that closer connection to social factors and health, right? So we're in, we're placed in an institution within, now we have this department that is full of not only faculty, but students who want to be change agents, you know, whether it's directly related to infant mortality or not, all of the work of the students and the faculty here will either directly or indirectly benefit you know, communities that need the attention, essentially, because equity is, in many ways, like public health, because I come from that world. And so the excitement to have the resources and the support of the organization, I think is going to lend us to to make that clear connection, because there's so many times that somebody from a different sector can say, well, 
you know, what do I have to do with infant mortality? I'm not a physician. Like, I don't see pregnant women. But 70% of health is actually the community context, the social factors. And so, you know, really trying to hone in on that. I mean, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Our dean, Dexter Voison, is an extremely supportive advocate. Um, and I'm looking forward to, you know, not only the partnerships within the org, within the Mandel School, but what the Mandel School can now do for our partners as well, because there's such a breadth of expertise around, and of course, not only research and evaluation, but nonprofit or, you know, management. There's, you know, with the mixed income um, project here. I mean, there's, it's, I, this is my AC. I'm still learning what all there is to offer, but I think that we're definitely found our forever home. Finally, if people or organizations want to get involved in helping First Year Cleveland, what's the best way to go about it? So as of right now, you can um, check us out on our website at firstyearcleveland.org. There is um, you know, a link to where you can contact myself or any one of our staff directly, or there's a general um, First Year Cleveland email. Eventually, we will start to, um, because we are just re- kind of revamping, start to host um, a number of community uh, meetings and forums and things like that. So there will be multiple opportunities to engage in various ways. So please be on the lookout for that. Angel Newman white congratulations on your new position and good luck with this work. It's very important. We're glad you were able to join us today. Thank you very much for having me. Angela Newman-White is the new executive director of First Year Cleveland. She joined us today for The Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. The Landscape is brought to you by Delta Dental of Ohio. Find out more by visiting deltadentaloh.com. I'm Dan Paletta. Always glad when you can join us, and we'll talk again soon. 